All right, so let's start today's daf. We're at the bottom of the page on daf Nundalid at the words Shal Rabchanina ben Agil. Okay, we don't usually hear his name. So Rabchanina ben Agil asked this question as Rabchia bar Abba, asked Rabchia bar Abba a question. Once we mentioned the Aseris HaDibros, and we talked about Shabbos, the differences between the first Dibros and the second Dibros. So with one of them it says, right, that's what we said. So we're comparing them. So he asked this question, that's the flow. So he asked Why does it have the word good in the section of Kibbut Avaim? In the first section, it doesn't say Leman Yitavlach, the first time in Parshas Yisrael, but in Parshas Vaschana, uh, when it lists it, it says the word Tov, Leman Yitavlach. So Amr Lo, so this response is a very interesting response. Hachatashoalani, Lama Nemer Bem Tov, before you ask me, why does it say Tov? Shalni Im Nemer Bem Tov. Ask me if I know about it. Meaning, Imlav. Meaning, I don't pay attention to. He's not saying he doesn't know the Pasuk. What he's saying is, I don't even know Imlav. I don't even know if, if it says the word Tov or not. What he really means to say is, and this is how I understand it, in fact, some of the people take it out because it's so bizarre that he's saying he doesn't know the Pasuk. But what it means is, is that I don't pay attention to agadic parts of the Torah. I'm more focused on Halacha. And the word Tov, you know, okay, that's not, that's not something that, that I pay attention to. If you want to know Pshat, ask Rav Tanchum Barchaniloi, show you Ragel, it's Rabbi Shumalevi, Sheibaki Bagada. He was an expert in the area of Agada. Non halachic uh, Jerush, basically, and therefore I was a little bit. So he went to Rabbi Tanchum Barchaniloi, he says, maybe he heard from Rabbi Shua ben Levi a Pshat. Actually, I didn't hear Rabbi Shua Levi explain this. But Alakach Amarli Shmuel Barnachum Achi Emel Shal Rav Acha Berebi Chanina. I heard this from Shmuel Barnachum, who's the brother, the 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 uncle, so to speak, of Rav Acha Berebi Chanina. Either that, the maternal uncle, or Vamila Avi Imo, the grandfather Shal Rav Acha Berebi Chanina, the maternal grandfather of Acha Berebi Chanina. which is what's the answer? All the Sofim Lishtaber. Fascinating thing, because the luchos rishonos were eventually broken. So therefore, that's why it didn't say lemanitavlach. Chisofel neshtaber mahava who cares? I'm a ravashi. Chas v'shalom paska tovam yisrael. If it would break, it would have a very negative connotation. If the word tov. Laman Yitavlach would be broken with the Luchas Rishonos. It would be as if the good is gone from the Jewish people. So therefore, like oh, so to speak, God knowing that uh, that in the Dibras Rishonos it would it, the the Luchos would not last and it would break. He left out the word. And when Moshe, when he had Moshe write the Dibras Achronos, uh, meaning the 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 Dibras on the second Luchos. He had him put in the word knowing that it, that one will last. Okay. Amr Bishua, so once we mentioned what what's the question?
We have it. We hid. We, it was hidden away by by Chizkiyah uh, Hamelach. He hid away the Aron with the Luchos there somewhere. We just uh, we have it hidden. It'll show when we need it, but uh, it was hidden away. Okay. Under supposedly the tunnel system, who knows? It's somewhere hidden away. Okay, I'm Rabbi Yeshua. Haroa tes bechalomo. Somebody who sees the letter tes in a dream. Simon Yafalo, that's a very good sign. It's a good dream. My time, why is that? Because the word tov is with the word tes. Uh, I'll sweep you out with a, with a broom. Um, uh, which is, uh, you know, so it could be a negative connotation and destroy you. So the Gemara says, Chad test coming. We're talking about a single test. I am a Tomasa Bishula. The word Tame is uh, also with the test. It's not, not all positive things. So Gemara says, Test base coming. And we mean test with the base. So that implies Tov. So the Gemara says, Ema Tavu Ba'aret Shi'arah. They'll drown in the ground. So we're t- also test base, and there it means drown. So Ella Hoel Tchila, meaning that we it's not you're right, this positive words with the letter test and negative words also. However, the letter test, the reason why we view it as positive is because the first time the letter is used, it's with a, it's in a positive connotation. The first test is in the word tov. So that's why test is the tov. That's the idea. Somebody who sees a hespid in his dream, means in heaven they had mercy on him. And he was saved from something. That means... Not that you actually saw a eulogy, but you saw the word written in your dream, the word hespid. Okay. We said all animals and wild animals and birds are included. So Rishlakish said, Here Rebbe, on this Rebbe teaches, Tarnagal Tavas, Upis Yuni, which means a a tarnagal tavas is the is a peacock, and a pisuni is a partridge. Kalayim zebeze. They're considered separate species, and if you cohabit them together, that's prohibited. They're, even though they're similar, they're large birds and are kind of similar. They're not exactly the same. Rashi says. Anyway, that's the. Uh, I don't know if your if art scroll is translating the way I am, but that's what uh, that's my research. A bore out that it, that those are that's what it's talking about, a peacock and a partridge. A peacock and a partridge. Okay, well it's mechavin. Okay, good. Um, uh, pshita. Why isn't that obvious? They're very different animals, very different birds. That's because they're willing to cohabit with each other. So you might think, therefore, mauditema min that they're single species. That doesn't matter. Okay. Um, their fun, their fun, their their appearance is so uh, different that they're not considered as one. Amr Shmuel, Shmuel says another thing. Avas va'avas a bar, the regular duck and the wild duck, kalim zebizeh is a prohibited mix with each other. Um, they're not allowed to be uh, 
put together to produce. Now, maskif la rava bar rav chana, so rav bar chana is the question, my time. Ilem shum da hai arich kuei, zuter kuei. One has a longer beak, the other one has a shorter beak. That's gonna. That's a significant enough difference. Al miata gam la parsa v'gam la taya. There's the Persian camel and the Arabian camel. The high alim koi, the high cotton koi. One has a uh, longer neck than the other. You're going to say it's a prohibited union? They're similar enough, you know, like whatever. It's still the same species. El Amar there's a more basic difference, and that's what it is. It's not the beak length. The uh, the male bird is visible its uh, genitalia on the other and the, and, and and not in one of the species and not in the other and that's a more it's a bigger difference. Uh, and uh, the question is uh, the fundamental difference is uh, one of them they can only lay one egg at a time. And they don't carry more than one egg. And the other one can carry multiple eggs, potentially. And that's the fundamental difference. Okay. All right. Um, continue. Amar, Reb Yermi, Amar, Reb Shem, Elokesh, Amar, Minim, Shabiyam. If you um, join together two, uh, two uh, fished species, that's Loki, you'll get lashes. My time, huh? Even though we never talked about fish at all. So because we learn it out from Yabasha, dry land, it says Lumineu, and in the ocean it says Lumineu, so we learn out one from another. So by Rachva, so Rachva is a Shaiva. Hamanik Shibuta. Let's say somebody's pulling a plow. And the one is the the plow is on the edge of the water, the water, and on the land, and the other one is um, is a fish. Okay, and you hook it up to the same plow. Now is that prohibited or not? Me, I mean, do we say given the they neither can go with the other one's area. Therefore, it's not nothing wrong with it. Bottom line is they're pulling together. And that's not allowed. So maskevla ravina lemiata chiber chita v'seora biato. Let's say you put a wheat and a and a barley in your hand. V'zara chita beretz beretz v'seora bechutzlaretz. And one I plant in Israel, and the other one I plant out of Israel. Hachanami de mechayev. You're going to say you're obligated. Amri, I'll tell you. Hachiash is the difference. Hasam eretz makam chiyuva chutzlaretz lo makam chiyuva. There, one place is a land. Where I'm obligated in Klein. The other, I'm not obligated from the Torah and Klein in Klein in Chutz Laaretz. Loma kum chiyuva but over here, see, as well as the land, there's a place of obligation, so the question remains, and we don't have an answer. Okay. Moving right along, a brand new perek, Baruch Hashem, Hakonet Sonladir. Okay, somebody who gathered the sheep into the into the pen, and he closed it properly. 
And somehow, even though it was closed, he closed the latch, it got out and caused damage. Potter, you're not obligated. But if you didn't close the latch properly, let's say, I don't know, there was a storm at night or robbers came in and broke it open and left the, the pen open. And went out and caused damage, Potter. Because it's not your fault that it opened up. Well, if you list him, let's say the, the robbers took out the sheep, list them, the robbers, if we catch them, they're responsible for the damage that the sheep caused. Let's say you left the animal in the sun, meaning there was no place for the animal to find shade. You didn't give it to somebody of sound mind to watch it. Yatsubazika went out to and caused damage. Chayav, that's on you. Because you were almost begging the animal to try and force its way out to find a place where it could be comfortable. So it's so it's not gonna it's not a good enclosure. Masra Laroa, once you hand the sheep over to the shepherd, Nicholas Rotaktov, the shepherd takes on the responsibility of the am, the damage that the animals might cause. Nafla Lagino, let's say it fell into a garden, Venanis and it benefited from that fall. We'll see what that's talking about. Mishlomis Mashanan is based on benefit. Yarda uh, Kedarka, let's say it walked down, Vezika and damaged by eating. Mishlomis Mashazika, then it pays by damage. Ketzad Mishlomis Mashazika, how do you evaluate damage? So Shaman Beisah, we look at that field, measure off, cordon off an area of a Beisah, and Kama Haisiyafa, Kama Yafa, and look at the contrast between before the damage and after the damage, and he pays that difference. In other words, you don't pay by the actual fruit that he ate, you pay by the relation to the land. We'll see why in a second, but that's uh, not like Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon Omer, it depends. If it ate fully ripened fruit, so then Mishalem is going to have to pay for that full price. Imsa, imsa, depending what he ate. If it ate a saw or sasayim, sasayim, it just has to do with. But then it doesn't go by the field at all. Uh, when does it go by the field? When it's not fully finished, it's fully ripened. Okay, the Gemara Tanarabanan Ezul Karov Ezul Shalok Karov. What does it mean proper? What does it mean not proper? Dela Sheicholalamad Bruch Mitzuya, a door that's strong enough to stand in a normal wind. Um, that's the Ukarai, that's called proper. But if a normal wind um, will be able to blow it open, that's not a proper enclosure. Amra Mani Bar Patish. So Mani Bar Patish is bothered. Since when? Who's the Tan who says that a Muad, a Shmir Pchusa, a lighter watching, is uh, good enough? I mean, uh, that's all you're doing. If you're just enclosing it enough that it could withstand the normal wind, that's not a very proper uh, enclosure. It's a weak enclosure. Who's the opinion? Rabbi the Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah, this is the Rabbi that says that for a muad, you only need a shmir pchusa, minimal watching. The Tanan, and here's the Mishnah. Kashu Balapim Osera, the... Uh, owner uh, tied the rope. They know the fun of Karoni closed the door properly. Biotzvizik went out and caused damage. Echotamech and Muad. 
Chayev. That's, that's not called good enough watching. You're still responsible. Dibre Meir. That's her mayor's opinion. Rabbi Yudomer. You're, you're correct about Tam. Tam Chayev. But Muad Pater. Shenemar Velo Yishmerenu. Ba'alo V'shomru Zeh. The, the, the threshold for a mod is much uh, uh, of negligence is a much higher threshold if you did a basic watching that's what it says unless you could say the words that you didn't watch it you're, you're, you're potter and he did watch it to some degree um, Rebbe Lezer disagrees with both opinions we saw these opinions before so are we only taking Rabbi Yudah's stance over here? Because that's all the, that we're requiring. So the Gemara says, not true. I feel the Tamer of Meir could be even like Meir. Shani Shem Regel. Shane and Regel, even Rameir would agree that a minimal watching is sufficient. That Torah, Mi'ata Bishmaras on the Torah, limited the requirement of watching them. Tamer of Lazar. Ramil of Masisatana. Arbodvar Torah. There are four things that the Torah allowed for a minimal watching to free you from obligation. And here's the list. Bor. A bor. We'll see each of these singular. Ve'esh, a fire. Shein, ve'regel, and shein and regel. How do I know? Bor d'chsiv, v'chiv tach ish bor, o'chiv chesh bor, v'lo yichasenu. All it asks of you is to cover the pit that you dug. Now, wait a second. If I dug a pit, then maybe I should have to fill it back up. No, it's good enough if I put a cover on it. That means a shmir pchutza is good enough. So, okay, so what? Eish, what do you see by eish? Dechsev, shalem yishalem hamavir sabira. When do you have to pay? When you lit the, the, the destroyed, right? If you have to make the fire uh, in, a dam- in a dangerous way that is able to spread on its own and cause harm. So that means if you, uh, even if you left an open flame that's like not, not capable of spreading, um, it sounds like that you wouldn't be responsible. It has to be where it was to a point of negligence that it could be considered as if it's your action. Okay, and Shane, what about Shane? It, it damaged in another field. It's like I sent it there to damage. Uh, you sent the animal forth. So again, the the beer implies that it's like I fed the animal the neighbor's food. Well, I didn't feed the animal the neighbor's food, but I it's as if I did. I let the animal go and do that. Um, it has to be in a very negligent way. If I put it, if I if I close the gate, even if I just close the gate, that's not called sending it. That's not called giving it to the food. So that's good enough. So all four of these areas, minimal watching is sufficient. Bitanya, and how do I know that Vishilach and Obir is Shane and Regal? This we had earlier. Daf base. Vishilach said Regal v'chenu Omer Mishalchi Regal Ashor v'chamar. Obir said Shane the Kesher v'chenu Omer Kesher Yevaer Hagolol Atumo. That that that's talking about Shane. Um, as we saw earlier, again earlier on in the Masechta, but the bottom line is we know what. It, oh,
Okay. So let's continue. All right. So what? So we're right over here. V'shilach zeh regel v'chein omer m'shalche regel ashor v'chamor ubir zeh ashen v'chein omer kashir varakol tumo. Now here's the question. Taima the avid came v'shilach ubir. It's because he did it in that open of a way. Uh, love it, love, but if not, not. So therefore, you see, minimal watching is sufficient. Amar Rabba, so that brings us to Rabba's statement. If you look in the Mishnah, the Mishnah indicates that we're talking about Shein and Regal, and that's different. Why? Because the example given over here is sheep. Why sheep? Flocking animals, either sheep or goats. Michti. All the previous prakim, the example of the dangerous animal is a shore. Right? A shore shenagacht al rei, a shore shenagacht apara. The shore, shore, shore. Over here we switch to tzom. Maishno, diktani tzom. Lamishum, that Torah miyato bishmirasen. That means that for Shein Varekel, a minimal watching is enough. And that's what we're talking about over here is only Shein Varekel. Lamishum, dikan, keren loksiva. We're not talking about keren. Keren. Even Remeir says, insists that you need to watch it better. And, uh, but Shem Varekel, not. Right? Shem Varekel, who the Chsib of the Kamashman, the Shem Varekel, the Muadin, who the Muad of Shem Varekel, it's a Muad for Shem and Regal, and Shemamina, that seems to be a good proof. Do the next little piece over here. Tanya learned in a price on Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua says, Arbad Varma also son Potter, meeting Adam, the Chai Medina Shemam. The truth is, this is going to, we're going to see this in tomorrow's daf, but it's a little foreshadowing of these four particular cases where in Dine Adam, you're not responsible, but in Dine Shamayim, you take it to task for it. Like in our Mishnah, you, uh, you unlock the gate, the pen where the animals are, and they went out and caused damage. It's not, you're, you, we, don't, we don't make you pay in this world, but in the world to come, you will. Okay, that's one. There's a fire, and what you did is you you bent the fire over towards the you bent the, the the growing grain over near to the fire so it'll catch. So you didn't do an action of damage, but you definitely are guilty in some way, and therefore you're chayv in dinishmaim, but not in dinay adam. The last case, the second to the last case of asocher edis sheker if you hire false witnesses to testify, so even though they shouldn't have listened to you, but you're taken to task in Dinah Shemayim, and by your day, when you know testimony, then you don't testify, that's also not for the loss that you're causing, because it's, after all, indirect, but you're taken to task in Olam And we're going to go through these, Mir Hashem, tomorrow. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Shkoach. And take care. I ended a little early. Hope you forgive me. Okay.